Yes, us. Welcome to the Kefi Life Podcast. My name is Kiki Vale, and I'll be your guide to creating a life of Ola Kala, all is well. Together, we'll get back to the basics, and we'll explore fresh new ways to flourish in mind, body, and soul the Greek way. You can look forward to interviews, stories, essential self-care strategies, recipes, and actionable takeaway Ola Kala moments. This is going to be so much fun. Let's get going. Pame! Our Lexi for today is Nisi, Nisi or Island. Nisi, a beautiful place to escape to for relaxation or cultural immersion. Today, our guest Tony will share more about his photographic experience with the Greek islands or Nisia. In the meantime, there are six island groups to keep in mind in Greece. The Ionian Islands, the Kiklades, the Sporades, Dodecanisa, the Saronikos Islands, and the North Aegean Islands. Nisi, incorporate a visit to a Greek one soon. Eleolado, olive oil, has been celebrated in the civilized world for millennia, nearly eternal. The oil of this fruit has been more than just food to the cultures of the Mediterranean region. It's been medicinal, ceremonial, sacramental, and the foundation of great wealth and power. It is safe to say that olive oil is the ethos, the essence of Greek culinary culture. Today, the priceless and life-giving ingredients of this liquid gold can be delivered to you when you purchase your premium bottle of Kefi Life Extra Virgin Olive Oil from the region my parents were born, the Peloponnese. The coveted Koroneki olive is extensively cultivated here in the southern part of Greece, which offers the unique microclimate needed to grow a fruit netting the utmost nutrient value for extra virgin olive oil. Kefi Life Extra Virgin Olive Oil, a boundless amount of value, high in antioxidants with anti-inflammatory properties linked to good mood and improved mental health. Get your bottle of wellness today when you visit kefilife.shop. Greece is expected to welcome more than 1 million American travelers and over $1 billion in revenue from direct flights with the United States for the upcoming tourist season. Tony Kyriotis, a professional Greek traveler and a creator of I Am Greece, an online sensation with nearly 100,000 followers on Instagram, a podcast of his own, a book, and so much more, is here today to give us the skinny on a perfect trip to the islands of Greece and other places too, if you wish. Uh, maybe you have him in mind. He can answer all our questions. And Tony, you, I'm so excited to talk to you because Greece is one of my favorite tra- travel destinations. So welcome and thank you for being with us. Thank you. Excited to be here. I always love talking Greece, so this should be fun. Oh my God. Okay. So there's so much to talk about. You take pictures, you eat great food, you make new friends, you learn about history. So when I think about your mission, I think of kefi, a Greek word, and I think Mm -hmm. of adventure. Uh, So let's talk about, let's get into the entree of I Am Greece. That's your business, correct? Um, I Am Greece is the identity I go by. The business is uh, Greece Media. Greece Media. Okay. Tell us how it all got started. I became familiar with you with your Instagram page, I Am Greece. I love the pictures. Let's dive right in. Uh, yeah, about, I'd say I got this travel bug probably, it was the summer of like 2016. I was in Greece and it was the first time we'd ventured off from like the traditional, the home island, the home villages, the home this. And we just went on some island trips with like, just me and a couple friends, cousins, and went to Milos. And it's ever since then, it's absolutely my favorite island to this day. Uh, and I've been to 40 Greek islands so far, and nothing tops it, just because it's just an incredible adventure. But I got this travel bug. I took a few pictures. I've always had this 
background of photography and video that I love, but I never did it professionally. I never I just did it on my own. Took a few pictures. I posted them. I saw that people were getting traction. They, they liked them. I was like, this is, I mean, you can't think of bad picture in Milos. Uh, and then I was like, how do I turn? I got so addicted to being on the islands. I'm like, how do I turn island hopping into a job? And then I just tried to just take every step in that direction. And then before you know it, like a year later, a huge opportunity came up and then another one, another one. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try this. That is so cool. Well, it's so funny that you say Milos because that is one island I've never been to. My family's from Corinth, Corinto. And okay, like every, I mean, like most normal Greek people, they go to their parents' village where they were raised. Correct, correct. So I only started visiting the islands later in life, like after my 30s. Uh, mm-hmm. And Milos is one that I've never been to. And it was on our conversation last night with my family because we're trying to decide where to go this summer in Greece. Yeah. So... I guess what I want to ask you is, and this is kind of a selfish question, is give me three reasons why I would pick Milos over any other island this summer. Uh, it's an it's an adventure. It's an escape. Uh, it's it doesn't compare with the other islands, especially the developed islands, just because you're there and you're just like it's like a playground, just. Get an ATV, get a four-wheeler, get it in the car and just go beach hopping. You're going to see landscapes that don't exist anywhere. You can eat food that's cooked on volcanic sand. Um, it is, it's wild. What about the sand? What Tell us about the beaches yeah. because I, I'm very particularly interested in the thalassa or the sea. Sure. So, I mean... Everyone always asks for sandy beaches, but Greece isn't known for that. We got rocks, we got pebbles, we got cliffs, but... You have the one really famous beach on Milos called Sarakiniko, which is the white washed, the volcanic stone. And there, there is a sandy area, but it's mainly just this big rock you jump off of, unless it's wavy. If it's wavy, do not jump in the water that day. It, it will swallow you up. Uh, but when I mentioned the volcanic sand, there's a beach in Palyohori with a, with a uh, restaurant on the beach. And if you dig your feet about six to eight inches underneath the sand, it starts feeling very hot. You go any further and it's boiling because it's sitting on the volcanic uh, flame. Uh, so they basically created a way where they part of their menu is cooked on the sand. It gets to the right, te- they've dug to the point where it's at the right temperature to cook and part of their menu is cooked on that. Adonia, you have wet my palate. I think I think you <laughs> sold me on Milos, my friend. My daughter really wants to go there. I think that's going to be mm-hmm. the island. I think what's so exceptional about your job, well, firstly, I think it really identifies with Kefi Life, which is to live spontaneously, to live holistically, to answer your own heart and your own dreams, which sure. you have done. You have taken a passion and turned it into your career. Um, you said you have traveled to 40 islands. Yes. Uh, when you take a picture... I think you see something different than other people see. Do you believe that? Or are you looking for something particular? Because when I look at your page, I am you're you're getting me excited to go there by your pictures. Uh, um, yes and no. There's times where yeah, there's something that I'll look for. Sometimes you're looking at a photo that I took while walking and didn't even stop, and I just said, you know what, that's a good view, and then later I'll frame it, and later I'll edit it, but. Some of, I think it's a mix. Some of them are planned and some of them are super organic. I see somebody like pulling the rope off of their boat while there's people walking along the harbor. And I'm like, you know, this is a nice frame. Let me just snap it real quick. 
and I'll take care of it later. So a lot of it's organic, a lot, and some of it is planned. It reminds me of my olive oil, Kefi Life Extra Virgin Olive Oil. Uh, you have the beauty and the blessing of the sun, the soil, yeah. the land, the microbiome. You just have the landscape is just yes. so easy. Mm-hmm. It's just so easy. So that's fantastic. And you just feel good when you're there and just things come easier. Like why? Like like I feel this, but can you explain it to our audience? Oh, it's so hard to explain it. I think it's, I don't know. It's hard, really hard to put it, to figure it out, but I guess it's got to do something with the weather, something with a simple life. Um you know what you're going to get. You're getting, you, you walk out of your hotel and you just go for a walk and that's just an adventure. And so you run into something, something happens. There isn't a day, if, if you're open to ideas, there isn't a day to go by that's boring. And the food is just so delicious. It's fresh. Oh, it's from, so yeah, yeah. Man, right. The food is, anytime you're hungry, you know you're going to be about to eat something delicious. <laughs> My favorite when I go to Corinto is, um, of course, I just eat the um, homemade spanakopita. Mm. It's my yes. Do you have a favorite when yeah. you're over there? It's different than if you make it here. Uh, I mean, I love the obviously the spanakopitas and all that. There's when you're in the Kiklades, when you get a Joriatiki salad, you can get it with the local Xinomisita rather than feta. And in my opinion, it is a hundred times better. And it's something that you can't find anywhere else in the world. Nobody else makes it unless you're in that part of Greece. So if you're in the Kiklades, you can find it. So Kiklades are the cyclic islands? Yes. Like yeah. with Santorini? So it's, it, and- yeah, Naxos, Paros, Santorini, Mykonos, Milos. You order a salad, you say, hey, you know, sometimes you don't even have to say don't use feta. In there, a few of the islands, it's standard to use the local cheese before feta. The rest of the country uses feta first. So there are so many different islands. I think I read on your post that it would take you six years, uh, like one person to take 16 years yeah. to visit each island. Yeah. I was being a little dramatic with that because I was counting, I was counting um, uninhabited islands, which they, they could be like a tiny rock. But there's 227 inhabited. So that would take just under a year if you did one a day. But 6,000 total rocks. So that would take 16 and a half years. Listen, I accept that. Why yeah. do you think, you know, I, I'm, I don't know how you are, but I really prefer the less developed islands because they're a little more organic. But people mm-hmm. most around the world, I think, do gravitate towards like Santorini, Mykonos, Greece, yeah. some of those more famous ones. Why do you think? Um, probably for convenience. It's developed. There's more infrastructure. I, I do tell people if it's their first time, I wouldn't start with somewhere unique like that's undeveloped, I would say, look, go get your Santorini Mikros out of the way and then come back to me round two and I'll tell you the, the more unique places. At first, I wouldn't advise to go see your first island to be like Kufonisi. Like it's beautiful, but I think you have to have some sort of experience with the Greek islands before going there. Tony, on your page, so you've got a podcast. What's the name of your podcast? Uh, it's called Grease Chats uh, Podcast with Tony Cariotis. And you have a book and your book is um, called Naked Grease, which we're going to get into in a yes. second. But first I want to talk about how would you advise um, your audience of where to go in Greece? Um, like, do they have to start with would, a certain like um, expectation? Yeah, I would. I mean, one of the services that we have is like a custom built itinerary where the way it works is we send them a 50 question questionnaire. And that gives us a good idea of what they're looking for, what they're about, what they want to do. And then that that allows us to start crafting something. 
All right, very good, very good. So then you're catering to their needs. Do you have, since you've taken so many pictures and your pictures do tell a story, a very big story about Greece, mm-hmm. do you have a favorite in mind or one that's so beautiful that you just say, oh my God, I can't believe I snapped this? Uh, it's probably the first, the, the year I got the travel bug, uh, there was two photos that I took that summer, uh, and one of them really stood out. It's at Sarakiniko and Milos. There's this, if you've seen pictures of Sarakiniko, there's one point where there's this cliff, and I, I can't do heights, so I didn't walk to the edge. I did get up there for a quick photo, but I quickly ran off because I just cannot do heights. <laughs> but that year, I took a picture of the whole scene, and there's somebody just standing right at the edge of the cliff, like overseeing everybody swimming below them, and... That still to this day, it's my favorite photo. Oh, God, Milos. which is seven seven years later. Milos again. I think this is the yeah. place. Beginners, that was beginners' luck. I think. I think that was beginners' luck that wanted to gravitate me towards doing this. So, oh, it was your fate. Yeah. It was your fate and destiny. Are you forty under forty? Did you get into that uh, club? It's an award. Yeah. It, yeah, I got that award in the class of twenty twenty from the Greek America Foundation. Congratulations to you. I'm really proud of you. I'm really proud of you that you are taking your passion, you're sharing it with the world, you're fulfilling your spirit, but you're also enlivening ours. So that's pretty cool. I'd love to learn more about your book, Naked Grease. Sure, sure. Um, Book was an idea that happened this past summer, middle of the trip. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I should just make a book because I have thousands and thousands and thousands of photos. I'll pick the hundred best. We'll do a pre-sale for like three months. So in case it's a disaster, I can just call it off. (laughs) (laughs) Like if nobody wants it, hey, hey, I was just kidding. No book, no book. Uh, But but the sales started. They started coming through. So I'm like, all right, I have three months to put this together. And I put it together in the final week. Uh, and then waited for the shipment of the first sample. It came in, and as expected, it had all these problems. So I, I made the adjustments to make it better, which was, thank God, I did a first sample. And now I, I have them. We shipped out the pre-sales, and now it's been available since then at its regular rate. And I'm doing a book signing in New York in, two, in a couple of weeks. Uh, for anyone else who hasn't got the copy that wants to come, stop by, say hi. Where will it be? And Where will your we'll book be, signing be? Uh, It'll be in Queen in Astoria at a Hellenic Aesthetics shop. Tony, I'm going to pick this book up, Naked Grease. Can I get it on Barnes & Noble, Amazon? Where can I buy this? Uh, you can get it directly on my website. Okay, perfect. At grease-media.com slash Naked Grease. And you can order it there and it'll ship right to you. Perfect, perfect. You are a typical Greek in my mind. Someone who has this like little inspiration, this little flicker of a dream. And you just go for yeah. it. You kind of dive in. And even though you said to yourself, well, if it doesn't work, no, it always works. Because if, if that light is there, we go for it. That's what mm-hmm. people should really embrace in their lives. I think life is so short. Like if you're, you're, yes. you're created to do things. 100%. 100%, right? 100%, yes. Are you happy with your 100%. decision? Yes. Yeah, yeah all day. <laughs> okay, so wait, this is so interesting that I have to find this out. Are you a part-time resident of Greece? How, long, how many months, weeks do you spend in Greece and the States? How do you plan um, your life itinerary? Yeah, so I'm there, I say half the year, but really it's like four and a half, five months a year. Um, I just, I'm back and forth. I'm not a resident of Greece. Uh, I just stay right up until the point where I'm allowed to and I come back and then I go again. I bet you've made a lot of good friends. It's the, yeah, amazing friends that I've made along this journey, amazing connections, friendships that will last a lifetime. 
and the journey's just is still going. So we're not at the end, and it's been it's been really cool. The fun part is, we're like, I'll go, for instance, to a Greek community around the U.S., and maybe I was in Florida, and we stopped at one of the parades, and you'd get spotted at all these things just because everything's going so well, and it's cool. That's really cool. You get to say hi to a lot of people that follow the, the pages. That's really cool. Philoxenia, really? Right? Mm. Isn't that true? Like, yeah. It's, it's yes. Philoxenia is our form of hospitality, and I, it's another aspect of living well, the Kefi life, is when we can share our philoxenia or our hospitality with others. It's so rewarding. Yes. It's so rewarding. Um, talk to me a little bit about your favorite, if you have celebrated a favorite holiday in Greece. Have I celebrated one in Greece yet? Like, that's interesting. Like Pascha mm-hmm. or Christmas or a name day? Or- yeah, I haven't done Pascha yet. Yeah, that's uh, I haven't done Christmas yet. I did New Year's once, but I don't think... Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's it was fun. Yeah. It was different. It was the that was the first time I went to Greece for winter. And that was the winter of 2020, 2019 turning into 2020, and that's when I I was there. I'm like, if I'm gonna be here, I want to do something creative. So I'm like, I want to go to Santorini and I want to film a series of Santorini with nobody there. And and that was my first film project that I have ever done. And the book is titled after my film series. So the film series of Santorini was called Naked Santorini. The reason I use the word naked, there was nobody there. When I say there was more cats than people in Ia, I'm not lying. (laughs) And so I'm like, you know, I'm going to book a ticket to Santorini. I have my camera with me, my tripod. I'm going to go there. I'm going to record still views and just let the sound do the talking all around the island. And I, I booked the ticket. They canceled it due to wind and rain. Day two, I got back on the boat. They canceled it. Day three, I got back on the boat. They canceled it. So now I'm like, all right, I only have 24 hours left on this whole trip. So I call Lufthansa. I'm like, hey, I want to stay another week. I need to extend this. So I extend the trip. I try to get to Santorini. Eventually, I'm in my cabin. I go to sleep. They're like, we're going to leave for sure this time. I go to sleep. I wake up six hours later, and we haven't left the port. And I go to the guy, I'm like, you said we're leaving. He goes, hey, 30 minutes. Give me 30 more minutes. 30 more minutes, we're going to leave. We leave, and the entire ride is like this awful rocking, mm-hmm. and people were just sick left and right. <laughs> we eventually get to the island, and a friend on the island was saying, it's been wind and rain. You don't want to come. I get there, and the skies just opened up. and just became blue skies for five straight days. Nice. And I was able to get the best views for this film. One day got cloudy, so it was perfect because it added a, one more dimension where I can get that cloudy scene in there, too. And it was a three-part series, and I'm like, what's a cool name for this? Something that could stick. So I went with Naked Santorini, and then I ended up doing one a few, later that year in Paros for Nausa. I did one in Mykonos and Sarakiniko. I did one there. And that's the Naked Film series, and then that's what the book is named after. So what is your takeaway filming Sadorini Naked? It was an experience that everyone's got to go in the winter once. Just to feel, you're not, there's not going to be a lot to do, but you need to experience it if you love traveling Greece. It was so unique. The sun was setting at like 4.30, so like your days were really short. It, you had that two-hour window where you could take your jacket off for like a little bit, then you got to throw it back on once the sun goes down. Uh, but like you'd go to a restaurant and there'll be some people. It's not like completely empty. If you're in Fira, it's busy, but... It's. It feels like it's just a small community that's just hanging on this island, and it's just playground and 
It was really unique. It sure sounds like it. And I've been to Santorini a few times. Uh, they have a bookstore there that I just am crazy about. And I think it is an IA. And for those that don't know yeah. about IA, O-I-A, supposedly they have the best sunsets, correct? They do have a very nice sunset, but I've, my opinion, I think this is beautiful sunset at every corner of this island. Woo. But IA is definitely known for it. Imoda Vigli is, challenges it for a sunset. And also Akrotiri in the winter. I, I've seen it in the summer too, but the way where the sun sets that time of the year, you also got to check out Akrotiri. Okay, we'll do, we'll do. Um, in our remaining moments, uh, let sure. people know about your website. It's grease-media.com. You can find all your travel services from booking a catamaran tour on any island, booking any tour, a winery, a, a food tour. We have about 7,000 tours that you can search through. Um, you can build an itinerary. We can build you an itinerary. You can book flights, ferries to Greece. Uh, for those that want to become residents, we help people get their citizenship or a digital nomad visa. Uh, you can find my book, my film series, our blog, um, and everything. And then you can, if you want to see my photography and my travels, you can follow along on Instagram at I am Greece and at Greece. I think your brand is just beginning. Even though you are so successful, I think the sky's the limit for you, and I wish you all my personal best uh, in our remaining. Thank yes, you. absolutely. I just I find so much joy and inspiration with people that have followed their passion and made it inspiring to others. You know, and that's really what you do. Sure. So, my final question to you, Tony Cariotis, is: In my life, I've learned that everything always works itself out. Nice. No matter what. Nice. I've, I've, there's been stressful moments during all this. There's been moments where I'm like, is this just going to not work out? Or even some serious stuff where like personal things. And we just always, it, we always just say it's just, it's going to work itself out. It, it's been working itself out for all these years. Why is it going to not work out right now? Perfect way to say thank you so much. Thank you. And thank you so much, Tony. Thank you for having me. Stay right there. Up next, your weekly takeaway to keep it all as well. Hola, Kala. This Hola, Kala moment brought to you by the law offices of Liston and Centillus, ranked number one by the Leading Lawyers Network since 2010, taking care of all your real estate needs. Someone once said, from a little spark may burst a flame. Friends, if your little voice is telling you to pursue your dream, leave fear at the door and remember... Necessity is the mother of invention. So follow your spark and you'll be Olekala all as well when you create the opportunities to bring those dreams to life. Kiki Vale is the founder of Kefi Life. She is passionate about whole person wellness and living a fulfilled life. Her Kefi Life podcast is created to simply and naturally help you harmonize the mind, body, and soul the Greek way. Visit kefilife.com at kefilife365 on Instagram and check out Kiki Vale on LinkedIn and on Twitter. Join us again next time for more positive energy and inspiration on Kefi Life.